Hello, Lot here. Just wanting you all to know that this episode has been previously recorded and posted. So I hope you enjoy it or re-enjoy it. Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarth, hyphen post, joined with Chicky. Hey, oh, I barely unmuted. Um, hi, I'm Chicky. <laughs> I am at the Chickren on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Clotho. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. Eon. Hey, this is Eon. I'm Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr. And Guile. Hi, this is Guile. You can find me at Door Podcast or at Crispy Wee on Twitter. I'm going to put out the other Twitter. I know. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah. Double, double timing she's, on us, are you? She's branching. <laughs> branching. That's a much nicer way of putting it. Okay. Uh, Speaking mm-hmm. of Twitter, I just want to give a shout out to Chicky's new icon on Twitter. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a, oh, a new chicken. And it's wonderful. It. Yes. <laughs> what was um? Who was the lovely artist that did that up for you, Chicky? It's Lara. She she's a longtime JB shipper, and she made my old one like years ago, like three or four years ago. And she yeah, it looks so cute. <laughs> I just like out of the blue, I was like, I think I'm gonna, you know shine that thing up <laughs> I like little wide eyes <laughs> I didn't know it was coming I was so excited <laughs> my vote is for sports bra though just so you know yeah officially yep. <laughs> <I'm on that>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put one on <laughs> that was so nice of her anyway so we are covering uh, Tyrion 4 from A Storm of Swords and if you don't know by now you should we spoil everything um, also, I just want to throw in a trigger warning for potential rape discussion. Um, so this episode starts with a lot of common folk glaring at Tyrion as he rides outside King's Landing. Bronn is beside him for protection. Um, with Kevin preoccupied with bad news about the health of his sons uh, and one death, Tyrion has been tasked with repairs of the city. It's going to cost lots of money, and Tyrion is bitter as he thinks of Littlefinger in the Vale betting Lysa Aaron. Is that a cat I heard? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <Never> mind. <laughs> So a bunch of um, poop is hurled at Tyrion from one of the many street children climbing the abandoned, I guess they're catapults, the three whores. Tyrion uh, Tyrion tells Bronn that, you know, he changes his mind about dismantling them. Maybe the brats deserve to go splat. (laughs) (laughs) Tyrion knows that people are snickering about him behind his back with regards to Sans and their unconsummated marriage. Um... So he thinks that it's, you know, uh, it, he wonders if maybe Sans is dumb enough to tell others about them, you know, not doing it. But he thinks it's more likely Cersei or Varys' spies. Um, so sharing a bed with Sansa was a torment. He grows more miserable with every passing day. Tyrion realizes he does want her, but he wants Winterfell too. Um 
I think it's just, it's making him very miserable that, you know, he repulses her. And it's, I don't know, it's not like having, I feel like it's about him, I think the real bitterness with Tyrion is that if he was like an able-bodied person, I really feel like he, it makes him bitter that all these things that should, would have just come naturally to him, isn't everything so much harder. I think deep-seated, that's what's really going on with his bitterness. Mm. Especially in concerns with Sansa. Oh, God. Well, and it's so unrealistic, too. Like, I mean, specifically, he's bitter that he now has to sleep with his clothes on because his, you know, 12-year-old teenage wife whose family his family killed, you know, isn't super attracted to him. Like, she's not just going to, like, see, because she doesn't see him naked, and it's like, oh, my God, I want you, Tyrion, you know. And so now he has to sleep with his clothes on. Like, oh, poor Tyrion. Yeah, and he doubles down on the, like, you know, she's a child, but I still want to, you know. It was just gross, yes. I know. I I Googled it, too, like, or the uh, wiki on A Song of Ice and Fire. Shay is actually 21 when she dies, so she's she's older. She's not a child. So I'm not defending Tyrion at all because he says he wants to sleep with a child. That's a good clarification to have. Yeah. I'm not sure what that's based on, though. I question a lot of the Um, ages that they have in the wiki. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I did remember that he, he said something to Braun about her being, he wanted her to be like, didn't he say something about he wanted like an 18? He wanted somebody, I don't know. There's something about her being 18 or 17. I just remember that vaguely. So I don't know if it's from the books. But, you know, they're saying she was born in like two, was it, what are they saying, 280 or something or whatever. A lot of those are, a lot of those are really rough estimates when if you ever dig into them, which I've done on several, they don't hold up super well. I'll have to go back to that chapter. I thought somebody said something about her being 18. I don't know who it was. All right, we'll check well, in with I'm you not next saying, week. I'm not no. saying it's wrong. I'm just saying. No, I'm like, just curious now. This is just curious. my dig at, you know, Elio. <laughs> I mean, I can see what you There are some um, estimates in there that if you actually look at what they're based on, it's kind of questionable it's like oh maybe i, mean, I, could, I could see her be 16 or 17 or something i just can't see she didn't seem like she was like 12 or 13. older like older than brienne you know or like four because Tyrion's only what like 25 yeah He's nine years younger than yeah than jamie yeah something like that yeah. so it seems you know yeah it just seems a little odd hmm. one thing i thought you guys i think you guys brought it up in prior episodes was the idea of um, Cersei poisoning Lancel and just the way, you know, at the start of the chapter the way he mentions Lancel it's, you know, he's beset by an ulcerating wound that would not heal and it's like, Lancel's like, what 16, 17 years old, like that's, you know, like he probably should heal, so I mean I I feel like you guys are spot on that Cersei was poisoning him Yeah, it's weird, I don't think I've ever read anything about that before though have you guys? Yeah no, and I, it just, but as soon as, you know, when you have that in the back of your head, it all comes together like, oh, yeah. And I mean, it makes perfect sense that she would. Yeah, no, I think, I think he had more plans with Cersei being a bit more of a, a poisoner. I mean, we know she's done it before, and I think I see a pattern around the people around her that she wants to leave her I alone or if, keep their mouths shut. Well, mm. and I wonder if he just got like, if George just kind of felt like he was doing too much poison, because you know, he had Tyrion poisoning Cersei, you know, the Tyrells poisoning Joffrey, <laughs> then Cersei's going to poison Lancel. Like, it just seems like maybe 
you know, a little bit too much poison. <laughs> I'll just or not it seems like, like a reasonable be... thing to do, though, because they couldn't really test. You know, what could they do? It's not like, you know, now. <laughs> yeah. But he could have just forgotten, too. I mean, dear God. Imagine trying to keep track of all this shit on your own. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, you know, especially when you go years between writing books like he does. I mean, like, imagine trying to remember it all when you go back to it. Like, these little... <laughs> I mean, okay. he has one job, so... <laughs> uh, he should have a big file. And, you know, an editor. I mean, I feel like we remember this shit better. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he must have, like, people that research his own stuff when he questions well, things. So you think? No, he doesn't. He, yeah, I mean, like, speaking of Westeros.org... <laughs> Helio <laughs> was his fact checker and still right. is as far as I know, just a yeah. fan. Just he just let the just, fan read the manuscript and catch anything that, that he notices. Hmm. Yeah, Doesn't like he a, have like a dinosaur that. computer too that he uses? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, why? <laughs> why do we put our trust in these mad men? <laughs> <laughs> fools. We're fools. <laughs> Okay, so Tyrion had forbid Varys to tell Shay about the wedding with Sansa, but um, she reveals to him that she already knew prior, and honestly, she seems pretty cool with it, <laughs> which kind of bums Tyrion out. <laughs> She's a true professional, isn't she? I thought that, like, everyone knew, though. Like, she found it out from someone who overheard someone else talking about it with someone's, like, <laughs> everyone knew. Well, I think it was but a good... Like... Go ahead. No, go, you go ahead, Lot. Oh, I think it's, it's just a good illustration of how the servants aren't regarded as, like, like they just... As humans. The, yeah. yeah, the upper class yeah. just kind of run their mouth and their furniture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so yeah, wild. It's like a secret you think a secret. Yeah, but you think they... Ah, came, mm. Okay, but my thing is, okay, we've been reading Tyrion for a while now. How many times has he realized that Shay didn't love him? Yeah, every, I mean, like, every chapter. <laughs> he keeps Almost. realizing it, and then it's like the next chapter he forgets and just, you know, it's just like all in with it again. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like his one saving grace is his is how pathetic he is. Oh, God. It was just really, like, <laughs> That's terrible. <sad>. Yeah. <laughs> So let's see. We have Bronn and Tyrion continuing their journey through the streets. Um, Tyrion is tossing coins to the poor. They arrive at their destination, a hole-in-the-wall tavern where Tyrion has arranged to meet with a singer named Simon Silvertongue. Tyrion has brought him 30 gold dragons, um, but Simon barters for a spot at the royal wedding. He wants to play. <laughs> Tyrion, <laughs> <That's crazy>. all, <laughs> Tyrion all but promises the singer a spot at the wedding when he leaves um, he says to Bronn you know three days from now inform Hamish the Harper uh, informs uh, Simon that Hamish the Harper has broken his arm tell him he's going to need some new clothes he'll go with you quickly enough and then he says you may want to take his tongue I hear it's made of silver the rest of him should never be found it's like damn <laughs> Oh, and then Bronze suggests, like, giving him to somebody to make a bowl of brown out of it. <laughs> what are these people eating people everywhere for? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I can't believe that George resisted the temptation to give all of these famous singers, like, sort of in-joke names, though, you know? <laughs> I know like, you have some. Let's hear them. No? <laughs> What was that? I said, oh, I know you I have, have some. No. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, I'm, I am disappointed. Sorry. I am disappointed. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Uh, okay, so this is gonna. I should have done my homework. I didn't have time, but why does he want this guy killed again? Because he knows about Shay. Yeah, he's singing that song. Mm-hmm. The hands of you know, <laughs> women's hands are always warm. The hands of gold are cold. That's or it. That's the only yeah. reason. Well, that he knows that Tyrion brought Shay to um to King's Landing, right? Which in theory, at this point, Tywin doesn't know. Uh, that's yeah. not enough. He doesn't want Daddy to know. <laughs> Yeah. That's fucking awful. <laughs> wow. This guy just wants to sing at a wedding. Well, it's kind of funny how he chooses. I mean, he chooses his shot at fame over an easy paycheck. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. I'm like, he was blackmailing him. I mean, he's blackmailing him and he's going to get Shay killed. If, you and, know, and do you think he was out. legit? It sounded like Tyrion was Tyrion legit about sending him on a world tour because he was like, he's going yeah. away from nine, nine years. Who would turn it down? Yeah, I mean, you heard Braun. Braun's like, okay, so am I taking him, you know, to send him off? And <laughs> Who would like, Tyrion was basically offering him a record deal, but Simon <laughs> wants to be on like the reality show. Yeah, exactly. Like a nine-year contract to play a world, you know, world. And tour. he chose like American uh, Idol instead. And this is why some yeah. artists need agents. I'm sorry. <laughs> now it's that would have been no, a twist. For, for years, for years, I've been like, oh, that was really shitty of of Tyrion to kill this guy. But now rereading it, I'm like, God. I mean, with Shay's life on the line, I kind of get it. I'm kind of not as mad at him about it as I once was. The second time, it was bad enough the first threat, but then he was like, oh, I might just slip up and like. And what did Simon Silvertongue, like, honestly think was going to happen here? Like, did he think he was going to perform at the wedding and, like, everyone was just going to be like, oh, my God, you're the greatest singer of all time. You know, how lazy you are. He's not hot, right? It sounds like he's like, we thought he was gonna have like this life-changing moment that would like bring him up to the top and it's like dude you could have gone to essos and you know toured as well he didn't want to put in the hard work so he just wanted to get the easy the easy fame (laughs) (laughs) no he's a little bit racist too didn't he make a he wouldn't like essos because he made that comment about not being able to understand that one singer's accent Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, but Hiroshi. I think he was just racist. (laughs) (laughs) We should definitely kill him. Okay, yeah. I don't feel so bad anymore. Okay, so after this business, uh, Tyrion wants a bath, but instead is summoned by his father. In his uh, solar, Tywin reveals a sword he has crafted for Joffrey, a Valerian blade. The Lannisters have had not had not had a Valyrian steel since their great sword Bright Roar was lost by second King Tommen. <laughs> Tyrion knows of three occasions when his father tried to purchase um, Valyrian blades from um, lesser houses only to be denied. Uh, the armorer Mott reveals a second long sword with the strange, same strange coloring as the first. Tyrion thinks the swords are not twins but close cousins. The second one is longer thicker and heavier <laughs> so but when you so when i read this did anyone else catch this like you know if not twins the two are at least close cousins this one was thicker and heavier a half inch wider and three inches longer like he's ba- i mean he's using the swords as cersei and brienne i feel like mm, or maybe. as or i guess maybe as jamie and brienne so jamie is widow's whale and brienne is obviously oath keeper yeah and then and they're not mm-hmm. twins you know unlike jamie cersei and then 
the at least close cousins that was like, oh my god, maybe the whole Dunk connection really is that Dunk and Rohan Weber had some love child, and that's the connection with between Dunk and Tars, so that Jamie oh and Brienne are cousins. I mean, it definitely it's seems like, like a reference to it. Cousins, yeah. but you know, like cousins nonetheless. That is exactly what I thought. No. <laughs> We've become like a full-blown conspiracy podcast at this point. Kind of. <laughs> but I we're mean, the, we're like no. the ancient aliens of the family. <laughs> he knew that's where he knew that's where he was going with the swords. That it, yeah, he's it's a reference yeah. to them. Well, yeah, I mean, and I mean, we and he has to. Jamie's going to get widow's whale, but yeah, the cuz the close cousins part, and then thinking about you know Rohan Weber, I'm like, oh, maybe you know, maybe okay, that's okay. a little hint in there. So let me add to this because when I was reading right. this. Um, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, like, I knew this, like, I've read it many times that Tobo Mott talked about how, like, the blade just wouldn't accept the red, and I just thought it was about Starkishness and everything, you uh-huh. know? But I stopped to think about the fact that it's Tyrion who's there for this conversation, and I was like, what this is, is it's a Lannister color not mixing in with Valyrian steel. And I was like, is this a hint to the chimerism of Tyrion? You know, Tyrion has two different colored yeah. eyes. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I was like, huh. this might, I wish Kamala was here because then she'd really fight back against me. I was like, is this another hint that Eris is actually Tyrion's dad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear from her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Look forward to it. You know how to get a hold of me, Kamala. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to, like, come up with the way, like, well, maybe the red is more like pink. <laughs> well, you know, I, just to kind of play hard. into your theories, the a widow's oil sword is also described as being much more prettier and more elaborate. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's Jamie, you know, more ornate and prettier. And I love how much order. more impressive Oathkeeper is, though, to Tyrion. I yeah. was like, uh, that's for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we're supposed to like Oathkeeper more too, right? Because it's got like the nice name, and you know, I'm. I mean, I hope Jamie would rename Widow's Whale at some point, but it's probably not going to be anything cool. I thought he would. Jamie'd probably just lean right into that name. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyrion wonders if Rob Stark will ever let his brother live long enough to enjoy his new sword. Um. So he kind of does this faux pouting a bit with his dad. You know, where's my sword? But that's kind of just a little side conversation. Uh, eventually, the conversation turns to the um, states of the sites where the battles with Stannis's men took place. And there's a lot of repairing that needs to be done. Tyrion thinks, if uh, you do shit gold, father, find a privy and get busy. <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> genuinely laugh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Tywin tells his son he will find the gold and uh, he defends Cersei's elaborate wedding plans and he uh, says extravagance has its uses. Tyrion asks if Casterly Rock will forgive the crown's debt. That's a big nope. And uh, he tells him you can't if you can't manage being the master of coin we'll find someone who can. Was that not like the perfect time to peace out? <laughs> Yeah, I wonder why he didn't. I mean, it, it is funny that he doesn't just, like, say fuck it with this whole Master of Coin thing, because he clearly doesn't want to do it. Yeah. But he still wants to please Tywin. Like, he still has, you know, that as, like, all of those kids. Like, he still has that as this overriding thing. Like, he still craves daddy's approval. And he probably still wants a hand in it somehow. You know, he wants to be involved mm-hmm. in the workings, even if it's a minor. Yeah, that's part. true. Like, he wants to be part of the game. That is true. He's on the council this way. Yeah, it was a pride thing, I guess. But man, 
should have pieced out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so their talk then turns to um, Ty- uh, Tyrion's new wife and the lack of a consummated marriage. Tywin presses upon him the importance of the deed and getting Sansa pregnant with child and, you know, Winterfell would all be but his. He reminds Tyrion that an unconsummated marriage can be set aside. So I feel like we've kind of talked about that a lot, whether or not their marriage is legitimate or not. And it seems kind of like George went to a lot of trouble to put in this detail that it could be set aside. Yeah. So I feel, yeah. I feel like that's going to come up again at some point. Well, I mean, it does come up. I mean, Littlefinger talks about it mm-hmm. in what feast? Or he talks about it. For, does he talk? Yeah, he talks about it in feast. Or does he talk about it in? Maybe he talks about it later in this book too. I can't remember. We'll find out in Sansa's chapters. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So Tyrion tries to change the subject to Cersei's nuptials, and apparently Mace Tyrell has refused their offer to marry her to Wyllis. Uh Tyrion is enjoying the rejection. <laughs> Tyrion is so happy about this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Tywin suspects that Lady Olena is um, behind the refusal. Tywin tells Tyrion that Cersei is ignorant of it and she will never know the offer was made. Never. How could Tyrion not tell her? <laughs> like that is like the most restraint he shows in the entire series because I mean, it's kind of hard to believe he wouldn't go like running to her immediately after this. <laughs> well, I was totally like it's just Tywin, I think, knowing his daughter, right? And like, if she, like, it, would he be afraid of like vengeance that she would take? Or, well, like, I also think yeah. like it would, it would, um, you know, it would kind of hurt her chances with someone else too. Like, if the Tyrells well, refuse her, what do uh, they know? You know, that's true. Yeah, but like, also, he just doesn't. I mean, like, I'm sure he's he he doesn't want her to know it because he's I'm sure afraid of what on earth she would do if she oh, found out yeah. she was slighted in a way like that. You know, I mean, like. And for being too old, too. (laughs) So, let's see. Tywin begins to ponder other suitable husbands for Cersei when they are interrupted by Pycelle. He has word from the Wall. Uh, Bowen Marsh reports that he fears Jorah Mormont and has been slain along with his men. He asks for uh, support from all the Five Kings, and this request irks Tywin quite a bit. Tywin has a light bulb moment. Uh, the Black will have to pick a new leader, and Janice Slint comes to mind. Tyrion is against the plan, calling Slint a hollow suit of armor who will sell himself to the highest bidder. Tywin, you know, makes this comment, and who can bid higher than us? That's a bonus. Tywin asks Pycelle to reply with, Sorry, can't send men now, busy at war, but can help <laughs> once throne is secure. And once the king is confident with new watch leadership. Oh, uh, say hi to Ban- uh, Janice Slint, by the way. Okay, bye. So that was pretty much the letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Pycelle is more than happy to write the letter, and uh, Tyrion thinks... Um, that he should have should have uh, trimmed the maester's head, not his beard. He also thinks he has not made the same mistake with Simon Silvertongue, and his last parting thoughts are, See, father, see how fast I learn my lesson. As he killed that singer. <laughs> <sighs> what a messed up family. God, for real, though. Who the hell would ever want to be born as a Lannister? Like, damn. Well, and just the the twisted, you know, the twisted things that they're proud of, you know. 
Yeah. And the part about the swords, it was just kind of like, I don't know, it's always like, you know, is it sad? Is it kind of getting to the point where it's ridiculous? He's like, well, why didn't I get a dagger? You know, he's just <laughs> like, there's not enough for three swords. But Although uh, it is kind of cute that Robert, you know, only used the dagger that he got from John Aaron. Like, aw. Aw, Bob. <laughs> All that little throwaway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... You have to wonder as you're like reading through this too with all this again, the stupid Valyrian steel. I mean, like, what is going on with the Lannisters and the Valyrian steel? I mean, like, they lost their sword, and then who was it, Tyget that went after it? Jerrion, I think, right? Jerrion yeah. went after it. Yeah. And then now this happens. Joff gets his Valyrian sword and he dies literally the same day. Curse. Yeah. Jamie can't use his. Jamie can't use his, and he hands it off, which maybe saves him. It is a weird thing. Hmm. I never really thought about them, about them being cursed about it. That's interesting. Well, you know, there's that whole thing. Oh God, what is it? There's some prophecy. I don't even fucking know whose chapter it's in or what it's from, but you know, the prophecy about there was a Valyrian prophecy that the Lannisters were going to, the Lann- that Lannister gold would take down Valyria or something like that. And everybody thinks it's because Jamie killed Eris. Oh. Does anybody know anything about this? Oh. No. Oh. Did I make it up? <laughs> I think I made it up. We really are a storm of alien abductions. Tonight. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> alien autopsy is not abductions. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, yeah, this is kind of like that filler chapter, it sort of feels yeah. like. Like, just the, you know, we don't really get that much insight in, into anything. It's just kind of filler before before the wedding. It's re- yeah, the, I feel like it was just the intro to the swords seemed to be yeah. the most yeah. important yeah. bit. It's yeah. kind of... A, oh, go ahead. Oh, you just get to droll over the swords. We get, well, isn't yeah. it interesting that in the you know in Game of Thrones in the show they made a big deal about the creation of these two swords and then in the books mm-hmm. there's you know a big deal about the creation of of these two swords like and yet you know even in the show presumably they're close to the end it hasn't really paid off at all i think yeah. too like on a surface mm-hmm. level most people would just think well it's because it was ned's sword that was melted yeah. down is why it would be given such you know attention yeah, but I mean, like, back to what Guile said, like, this is such a filler chapter, so it's like, why was it important enough to even be, you know, mm. included? Yeah. Is it the swords? Like, were the swords so important that they needed literally a chapter just to get them in here? So weird. I mean, that's what it, you know, that's what it feels like. I mean, it feels like Widow's Whale and, and Oathkeeper are, like, absolutely vital to Endgame. I feel, mm-hmm. like, no, I agree. Like, I agree. I'm just saying, like, if there's a... Yeah, it's just... It just seems, I mean, it's hard because, like, you know, the show hasn't really paid a lot of attention to it, but they don't pay any attention to anything. So it's, like, kind of hard to extrapolate from that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Oathkeeper's gotten a bit of attention on the show, but not so much Widow's well, Way. I mean, you know, have the Starks ever commented on this Lannister sword? No, as, they're kind of you know, waiting for it because I kind of want to see some reaction and some, you know, outrage and like, oh, it's kind of heartbreaking, right? <laughs> Once they figure right. out what's happened. Oh, but, yeah. you know, there are like six episodes left, so I feel like you're going to be waiting for that along with Lady <laughs> Stoneheart. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll take Lady Stoneheart over that <laughs> any day. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, yeah, I don't have much more to add about this chapter. Anyone else before we go to the mailbag? 
All right. I'm going, no. going. Gone. Okay, who's got the mail? Um, I do. We have two messages. So we have a first message from someone named um, on Tumblr, someone named the Real Comma Splice, and they say, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, "In Sansa, whoever that is, in Sansa too, she's being fitted for a gown that she ends up wearing in her wedding. It's ordered by Cersei, which seems off to Sansa. My sense when we did the reread was that Cersei knew about the marriage to Tyrion then, but that's not borne out in Tyrion three. Is this another example of GRM being sloppy? Um, by the way, I'm enjoying these apps quite a bit. I about lost it when you all started talking about pulse points and perfumed nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> okay, just, for real, who's putting perfume on their nipples? I don't I know. know. GRM's <laughs> wife. No, she's uh-huh. not either. <laughs> men are so dumb. About not all, you know, hashtag not all occasional jets. Not all occasional jets. <laughs> not ours, anyway. <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't know the slip up about the chronology, or I, yeah. I, I wasn't paying enough attention to weigh in on this. I mean, I think Cersei knows about the marriage from the start of A Storm of Swords. Clearly. Uh, right? Like, oh, maybe. We, we read it in the chapter when she found out. It was two chapters? Two oh, yeah, you're chapters right. Ago? You're right. No, two you're Tyrion. totally right. Or was it the last chapter? It was. God. No, I think it was, it the was one prior, Tyrion's last Tyrion chapter, three. right? Because that's when he agrees to marry Sansa. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been Tyrion 3, so that is a little later. Okay. But, well, that's where, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, how would she... Mm. See, it doesn't make any sense because why would she ever be getting Sansa dressed? Like, mm. well, this is let's kind of just chalk it up to men not understanding things. stuff, <laughs> stuff things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was a slip up. So then we have an anon on Tumblr who says, um, "Show question, sorry." Which please don't be sorry. Um, I was very casual about it prior to season seven and not paying much attention to spoilers predictions. I've since heard several times that there is a leaked script or early outline or something where Brienne dies north of the wall and it's bothering me. Was she definitely going to be killed, not just wounded? It's odd to think her survival was optional to the showrunners. And what does this mean for her arc in the final season or future books? If they considered her dispensable. Um, I, I mean, I remember, I, I remember hearing that there was an early outline or script where she got injured north of the wall. And like there was Brienne Hound, like a little more Brienne Hound bonding time, I think. But I don't think. Yeah, because yeah, I need that. It was right. legit, Ugh. though. It was a legit yeah. draft, I think. Oh, what, really? What, but, but it wasn't that she was going to die. Like Kyle saying, everyone assumed that she died because she was talking about like, you know, okay, if I die X, Y, Z, and then it kind of cut off with a an attack scene, but you never knew if she died. But a lot of fandom was like, oh, she died. But I think those of us in Jamie Brian fandom were a lot more like, I don't think she actually died. It just was kind of like a fake out. Well, and I but, mean, yes, let's build up to Jamie Brian for six seasons in agonizing <laughs> fashion and then have it completely fizzle. Hey, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't even think they're that bad. I when do. it was happening, <laughs> when I when I still would interact with people on Free Fuck, I was like, I was like, I don't see how she doesn't act. You don't see her die. Like there is no death scene. It's a like a pre-death scene, and then because which one, it was it was it wasn't Barrack. Who was it that died? Oh God, um, yes. Thoros. Thoros died. Right. 
So Thoros died. So everybody's like, oh, they just swapped out Brienne for Thoros. And I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think that no. because Thoros dies that it meant that Brienne was going to die. Mm-hmm. But because that no. would just be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I right. don't think they were ever going to do that. I really don't. And I think Thoros dying, too, was in part to, like, eliminate the insta-resurrection option. Yeah. yeah. And then I think, you know, I mean, do these people also think that Beric and Tormund died? Because it looked like they were getting killed at the end of the season. Yeah. So, you know, therefore, that must be that they're dead. Like, have they never watched television? Did they never read <laughs> shows? Oh, the hounded Arya in the back of the head. She must be dead. Like, no, it's really not how it works. <laughs> Only mostly dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, it was legit. Whatever it was, I think it was an outline, and it was a legit outline. Hmm. It's kind of like the people that, you know, and I know this is you too, Chicky, but I'm going to, you know, it, some of them I feel like would still hang on to it, that, you know, Brienne died in Feast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless they're dead, dead on the page, they're not dead. No, they're not. And, like, and especially in that case where we have George explicitly saying that she's not dead, and we've seen her. Right. I mean, some of there's us thought a, she was undead, but he disproved that too. So, yeah. So like there's a lot of rumors about wins coming out in 2019. Is anyone willing to believe in that, or? Didn't you see? It was because the Chinese translator said something about it, and like everybody didn't said, the, the, like, didn't the, the Polish translator say something about yeah, it like, three years like, ago? But it was true, you know, like they had told them that it was probably coming because remember, George was saying he was going to deliver the manuscript in late 2015. Oh my God. And so, well, don't you remember before? You well, remember? It was, <laughs> so I remember, but it's just yeah. like hearing the year in front of it just makes it yeah. all I the want worse. you to know that that New Year's, that New Year's Eve slash day that we were all up waiting for all that, that shit, was that was 2016. That was oh, a very Oh, my God. Like last year. I thought it was last year. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, my God. It's never coming out. <laughs> <laughs> it's never coming out. Well, but anyway, so, yeah, I'm sure he's acting like he's getting close again, and they're probably telling his translators, which, you know, sure, there's a 5% chance that it's true. It will come out in 2019, but I just, I wouldn't bet the farm on it. I just can't believe that's almost, like, two and a half, like, two and three quarters years ago. Let's just put it this way. At this time, three years ago, George thought he was almost done with the goddamn book. So, you know. What are you guys doing for New Year's this year? (laughs) (laughs) I'm planning on reading 12 increasingly infuriating blog posts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Just hearing the words that it was like New Year's Day ish twenty sixteen is just yes. like the most hurtful thing. <laughs> right. Yes. Almost three years ago. <sighs> oh God. Okay. And when did the last one come out? Two thousand ten? No, twelve. When was it? I think it was I think eleven. 11. eleven. Oh jeez. Like summer of twenty so like almost exactly seven years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think it's been more than seven years now. I think I saw a post someone saying it's been more than seven. But haven't we had a lot of fun while we've read it? (laughs) (laughs) Make a lemonade out of lemons. Say what you want about Game of Thrones. At least they're going to fucking end it. It might take them another two years to get it ended, but at least it will end. (sighs) That torture torture rack will be done. What will be done? That that torture rack. (laughs) Watch the show. 
Although we'll have the spin-offs, guys. Oh, <laughs> there was a really interesting piece of blind gossip about the Game of Thrones spin-offs and about how oh, they God. all were awful and clearly none of the people that wrote them had ever seen an episode <gasps> of the show. Oh no. Like well wait, are they so so are they going to do you think they're gonna be more like so does that mean they're gonna be worse than this show? Or they're gonna be better because they're based on the books? Like what does that mean? They at one point had five in development and they've only dropped one so far. I remember wasn't there one that weren't they planning an animated spinoff? No, that's what I wish they would plan, because that's the only fucking way we're gonna get it done right is if they fucking animate it. I want I want the anime version of this. It would probably be as close to the real thing as we'd ever get. You know, what I'm looking forward to is Game of Thrones because that's really what it's all about. Like, is, that- <laughs> is he gonna do it now that he hit the? Oh time? yeah, no, he is. And like, I saw somebody. It was like the best comment I've ever read. It was like somebody said the only reason I'm still watching this crap show is so I can understand the references in Game of Thrones. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like, you know, it sounds like. They said that it still is scheduled for the first half of 2019, so we won't be sitting here a year from now talking about it, I don't think. But, jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, someone uh, write the date down on this one so I can find it later. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, yeah, I saw, I saw that, that they said that it will be eligible for the 2019 so, Emmys. But. Okay, so if people are saying the books, okay, so just we'll play devil's advocate. If the book is coming out in 2019, does anyone think it's going to beat the show? Would he try to no. steal the thunder of the show? <laughs> It'll come out like, yeah, it's come okay, out I don't think he cares at all. Like, I saw someone say, oh, well, that, you know, he's going to be getting a lot of pressure to get it out next year. I was like, Probably, but he just doesn't fucking care. He, he, doesn't, so. he doesn't care about he doesn't care about showing up the show, and he doesn't care about not capitalizing on the show. I just don't think he fucking cares. Yeah, the show is so like whenever it's done, it'll him. come out, three, and whenever he's finished the manuscript, it'll come out three months later, and that's like the beginning and end of it. I don't think he cares what the timing of it is. Like he's not going to make it coincide. It might magically coincide, but he's it's not going to be a consideration for him. But did he ever? Um, because out of long you know, your long time reading this, did he ever make a big to-do out of, was that his thing to ever make a big to-do about them coming out or be really flamboyant about it? Or did he just say, hey, it's... He did make, like, some comments about he had wished they hadn't split up his, I think it was Feast, right? I feel like there was... That was, I was wondering if he get because it felt like he was. That's the thing that sucked. It felt like he was building towards sort of hints and stuff. I guess that's what I'm like. Is there any way to know? Or he just says, he "Oh, it's stopped. out." He stopped like, okay. hints after because you know, with both feast and dance, he's like, "Oh, the next book will be right out," you know, and then like it wasn't, and so he okay, stopped giving hints that after that. Because when he finally got feast out, feast was much later than he thought it would be, and it was only uh, a third of, of the book, book that it was yeah. supposed to be. And uh, he he kind of then, I think, started to get leery about giving updates, but he continued to update throughout the writing of Dance. Uh, but after Dance, he said, I'm not going to do it anymore. Because, so is this you know, now longest or no? Was Dance? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. This is by But far. I mean, keep in mind, he put, out, he put out Feast. I don't think everybody realizes this. Uh-huh. Like, the printed version of Feast, the note in the back, and maybe it's in the digital versions and stuff, I don't know, but the note uh-huh. in the back was literally like, Oh yeah, the next book will be out next year. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. What the hell was he all like? Why would he think that? <laughs> and then it was like it was like six years, mm-hmm. right? 
Uh, yeah, I think it was almost six years or something. Oh, God. So, so literally, if we ever, like, everybody keeps saying it, but he's going to take even longer if he does, by some miracle, put this one out. Like, the next one would be impossible. The next one will be 22 years. <laughs> All we're going to get is wins. So you better hope he wraps up Jamie and Brandon wins or we'll just never fucking know. Oh, God. <laughs> it's weird when you realize, like, holy shit. I'm hoping that my favorite characters die in the next book. Yeah, I am. I'm like, then I, it's hope, over. I hope he really wants to get Jamie killed by the end of wins. So at least I fucking know what happens. Mm-hmm. And on that note. Okay. Send us mail to this cheery crew of <laughs> podcasters at close the door and at gmail.com. You can also find us at close the door and come here. You can follow us at door podcast. Please consider supporting this uh, podcast on Patreon. You get all these stellar episodes early plus other bonus stuff. Uh, like review, subscribe wherever you may listen. And, um, that's going to bring us to the end thank you everyone for podcasting i'm closing the door get out